there is no way that the success that came from this, the success that I created from this could not have happened without this failure happening first. This is where we have to look at ourselves and in our lives and learn how to have faith. Because even in the moment, with our human experience, when we are experiencing failure, it can feel really shitty at the human level. We have to remember at the spiritual level that there is always something else guiding us, helping us, supporting us. The universe truly does always have your back. So even in the moment when it feels uncomfortable and you're like, shit, I really, I really blew it this time. Having the faith that everything is always working out for you is your job. That is your assignment. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Hey there, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Nicole Kramer. I am so excited that you're here with me today. I have a really cool story to share with you about failure and how failure actually is usually the opposite of what we make it out to be. And I know failure is the thing that holds us back from so many things that we really want to do because we make failure something that it's not. And to me, it's really important to remember that failure and success are both the exact same thing. I know right now you're like, what the fuck is she talking about? Failure and success are both the result of trying. You don't get either one without trying. And you got to stop making failure something that it is not. And you certainly have to stop making failure mean something about you. And I'm raising my hand because we all do it. We all tend to identify with failure in a way that does not serve us because you're making the failure about you. You're making it mean something that it doesn't. So that's why I want to share the story with you today because my And like I said, I'm raising my hand. Like we all in the moment struggle with failure. And it's a lot easier when you can look back and see the through line, which is what the story is that I'm going to share with you today. How a failure, a couple of failures actually, that I had um, contributed to me becoming number one in the nation in my sales job when I was still in corporate sales. And these were like, pretty big mistakes that I had made and they turned into something as you're going to hear in the story that basically contributed to or made me the top salesperson in my company. So I want you to know from my story that failure is just pointing you in a different direction and sometimes you can't see what that direction is because there is always something bigger at work. You are never on this journey alone. There is always a higher power that has a bigger vision. And sometimes in the moment, we can't see it. And it can feel very challenging in our human experience to be experiencing the failure or the thing that feels uncomfortable. But it's always guiding us towards something better. Always. And before I get started with the story, I want to share a couple of things with you. 
I am a sales coach for women health and wellness entrepreneurs, for those of you that don't know. This work is super important to me because I, I am a health coach. And I see how much the world needs our help right now. It is super important to me. My big vision is to make this world a healthier place. And as health and wellness coaches, we all have our own way of doing that. And I want to empower health coaches with the confidence to get out there and sell their services so that they can help the people who need their help. It's so important to me because what I noticed a couple of years ago is there were a lot of health coaches not doing anything with their certification. And I'm like, holy guacamole, you have a certification to go help people and you're not using it. And you know how often I heard from people why they weren't using it was because of rejection. They were afraid of rejection. They were afraid of failure. They were afraid, well, what if it doesn't work out? Are you effing kidding me? What if it doesn't work out? So you're saying, what if it doesn't work out? So in the meantime, I'm so afraid of it not working out that I'm going to stay here and stay put and make sure it doesn't work out by not taking action. (laughs) Think about that. You're like, I'm afraid to try because it might not work out. Well, you have manifested that exact thing happening by not trying. And listen, I'm over here raising my hand. I'm talking to myself too. I am preaching to myself just as much as you. We all do it. We hold ourselves back. But I finally got to a point where I was like, enough, enough. I have a gift for sales because when I went into the corporate world of sales, I had no sales experience. I used to be a high school math teacher. I did that for 15 years and then I decided I wanted to challenge myself and I went into corporate sales and I had one goal. My one goal was to be number one in the nation. I literally said that from the get-go and I made it happen. And you're going to hear part of the story today about how I made that happen. And you know, I like to tell people I was like ignorance on fire. I had no idea why I shouldn't be able to do that. I mean, that was something I shouldn't have been number one in the nation. I say that because the odds were stacked against me for sure, but I was just so oblivious that I was like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make myself number one. And, and I did. And I like, what I want people to know is I didn't have any like secret weapons that, you you know, or, or I didn't have any formal sales training either. It was just, I learned how to build relationships with people and help them solve their problems. And that's what sales is all about to me. And that's what I teach my clients now. And it's super exciting because I know when I empower my clients to put themselves out there more confidently and when I teach them exactly what to say, because that's what I teach them, that's the work that I do. I teach you how to turn more of your conversations into clients. And when I teach that, then more people are able to change and transform their lives because health coaches are reaching more people and helping more people when they have the confidence to do it and they know exactly what to say. So this work is really important to me. If it's something you're interested in learning more about, you can do a couple of things. You could sign up for a free call with me. We'll chat and get to know each other better. I'll let you know what I have, uh, you know, ways that you can work with me, and we can see if one of those might be the right fit. If not, I have plenty of free resources. I'd love to invite you to join my world if you haven't yet. Um, my Facebook group is called Nicole Sales Superstars. I do free trainings in there every single week on sales and money mindset and conversations. Um I also am on Instagram at the Nicole Kramer, so please connect with me there. And like I said, if you are interested in hearing more about the work that I do and how I serve my clients, then let's definitely have a call. And so I can get to know you better and find out how I might be able to support and serve you. 
And there's no strings attached on these calls. I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. I want to help you make a buying decision if that's something that you decide that you want to do. So go to the link in the show notes, sign up for a free call with me. I look forward to chatting with you. Um, I do have two ways to work with me right now. One is my private coaching container that is currently fully booked. Um, I will be announcing when I have spots available, but currently I'm full. And then the second way to work with me is my Next Level Sales Group coaching program. And I have spots opening for that in July. I am currently taking early bird enrollment. I'm super excited about like everything to do with my Next Level Sales Group coaching program. I've run it for about two years now, and I've recently given it a major upgrade, which I'm super excited about because the work that I am certified to do is called Exactly What to Say. And it's a body of work by a man named Phil Jones. He is a mentor and friend of mine. And I discovered his work back in 2018. And it changed everything about how I approached sales because it made sales relational. It made sales really about, like I said earlier, helping people solve their problems, building relationships with people, helping them solve their problems. And what I also like to say, what Phil says is selling is earning the right to make a recommendation. And I think that's such a beautiful way to put it because when you're building relationships with people and you're getting to know them, you're uncovering opportunities. And when you uncover opportunities, then from your area of expertise, from your body of work, you're able to make recommendations to people who are interested in learning more. That's really all you're doing. Selling is serving. Selling is you helping people who have not figured out yet how to help themselves. And they see something in you. They see something that you do that is going to, that they want that is going to help them get closer to what they want. People want to buy a better version of themselves, and they see that in you. So bringing this work, the Exactly What to Say work, into my Next Level Sales Group coaching program is so exciting because what I'm doing is taking an already robust, amazing curriculum from Next Level Sales, and I am enhancing it with the Exactly What to Say curriculum, which means I'm teaching you how to start conversations and turn those conversations more often into clients and grow your business, grow your revenue, grow the number of clients you serve and make this world a healthier place. Not only that, but you have an amazing community of women that you will be joining when you step into Next Level Sales. And these women are dedicated to doing the work. They are passionate about doing the work. And you may know, you may not know, the secret to getting to where you want to be is putting yourself around people who are doing it putting yourself in the right rooms, in the right containers. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you are, for example, if you want to be a basketball player, I would suggest you go hang around some basketball players. If you want to be a guitar player, I would suggest you go make some connections with people who play guitar and hang out with them more often. If you want to be a successful health and wellness coach who is growing her business through sales, then I would suggest you put yourself around women who are doing the same thing. And that's what you get as a part of my Next Level Sales Group coaching program. So would love to have you join us if it's the right community for you. Schedule a call with me and we'll chat and see if it's something that would make sense for you to step into. We have a new round starting in July and I could not be more excited to welcome this new class in. I do have early bird enrollment right now. So if that's something that um, you're interested in, then let's get you in in the early bird bonuses. So schedule a call. Let's chat. I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, so on to the story. Here's what happened. I failed epically. <laughs> Maybe epically is a little bit of an embellishment, but I definitely failed in this story that I'm about to share with you. And there is no way that success, the success that, that came from this, the success that I created from this 
could not have happened without this failure happening first. This is where we have to look at ourselves and in our lives and learn how to have faith. Because even in the moment, with our human experience, when we are experiencing failure, it can feel really shitty at the human level. We have to remember at the spiritual level that there is always something else guiding us, helping us, supporting us. The universe truly does always have your back. So even in the moment when it feels uncomfortable and you're like, shit, I really, I really blew it this time. Having the faith that everything is always working out for you is your job. That is your assignment. Remembering and believing everything is always working out for me. I know that this is working in a bigger way that I maybe can't see right now but it's leading me towards something better. And that's exactly what this story is about. So at my corporate job that I used to have, it was, uh, I sold coffee and coffee brewers. um, And all I basically sold anything that would go in somebody's break room. So coffee, coffee brewers, coffee essentials, snacks, like everything. And the coffee brewers that we, um, that we sold, that we placed in these break rooms were not like a coffee brewer that you could go buy at, you know, Target. They were like big, bad mamma jamma, industrial sized coffee brewers. So I get this call one day from the Lexus dealership and they're interested in doing business with us. So I go meet with the guy. He's super nice. He signs my contract because he tells me that he wants this certain kind of coffee brewer. I said, I've got it. I can get that for you. He says, great. He signed my contract. We order the coffee brewer. It's a $6,000 coffee brewer. And the day that we go to install, which was a couple of weeks later, because by the time we order these coffee brewers and they come in, you know, whatever, and there was a, a, a lead time of a couple of weeks. And I go to the install and I'm walking into the dealership and my technician comes out because he's the one that actually installs the brewer. And he comes out, he goes, Nicole, this coffee brewer doesn't fit. And I was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, it doesn't fit. Did you measure? And I was like, no, I just looked at it. It just looked like there were pl- there was plenty of space. And I mean, in my defense, which I don't deserve one, there was a big open countertop where this coffee brewer was going to go. It looked huge. It looked ginormous. But part of my job was to measure. That was actually what I needed to do to do my job the right way is to take the tape measure and measure the space and make sure that the specs were appropriate for the for the coffee brewer. I did not measure. I eyeballed it. My technician literally is like, there's no way this coffee brewer is going to fit. What do you want me to do? So in that moment, not only do I have a $6,000 coffee brewer on my hands that has nowhere, no home, I also have a customer who's going to be pretty disappointed because he was expecting to have a brand new coffee brewer that day and uh, it wasn't going to happen. So I did a little bit of damage control. He was super understanding and nice about it, fortunately. And uh, we ended up getting him a different coffee brewer. Everything worked out. Everything was fine. But then in that moment, I realized I have a $6,000 coffee brewer on my hands and it doesn't have a home and I need to, I need to place it. And my district manager came into my office and pretty much told me that same thing. He says, you have a $6,000 coffee brewer you need to find a home for. I said, don't worry, I will. And literally like a week later, the Porsche dealership calls and I go and meet with the guy and he wants a coffee brewer. And I'm like, I've got the exact coffee brewer for you. This is so perfect. And I'm all excited because I'm like, oh my God, I already found a home for it. Right. And I get everything set up. I go on the day of the install. I'm walking into the dealership and my same technician, Lewis, is walking out and he says to me, Nicole, it doesn't fit. I'm like, Lewis, whatever. 
I totally don't believe him. I think he's kidding me. I think he's totally joking with me because everybody made fun of me when the last coffee brewer didn't fit. They all joked around, you know, like in a nice, funny, teasing way. But this one, I was like, there's no way it doesn't fit. He said, Nicole, it doesn't. Did you measure? No. Let me just tell you. No, I did not. (laughs) And so this is totally on me. I realized in that moment, not only did I screw up once by not measuring before, I royally screwed up this time because I knew for a fact I needed to measure (laughs) because of how bad I'd messed up before. And I didn't. And I don't know. I don't know what was going through my head going back that far. I have no idea. Maybe I was just so excited that I had found a home for the brewer that I just wanted to like make it work. I, I don't know. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients, and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it. Watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. But I did not measure. And this guy was not quite, the the Porsche dealership guy was not quite as understanding or, or nice about it. But I mean, to be fair, he had every right to be disappointed and frustrated. So anyways, we ended up finding him another coffee brewer and... You smooth that one over. Everything's good. But now, again, strike two. I've tried twice to place this coffee brewer, and it still doesn't have a home. And I'm thinking, okay, things aren't looking good for me right now because, by the way, although I did become number one in the nation in this position eventually, at that point, I did not have that reputation. I had not been number one in the nation. As a matter of fact, I'd probably been, I don't know, like 80 in the nation. Who knows? I don't remember what my rank was before that. All I know is I did not have the credibility to be able to say, I'm number one in the nation. I've got this. Don't worry. Although I did keep saying that to my district manager. I was like, don't worry. I've got it. So this all started in February. Around April, that the brewer still doesn't have home, I get a call and from a woman. And she said, listen, we're a brand new company. We're right around the corner from you. And we have about 98 people. And we really need a coffee brewer. And I'm like, ooh. So I go meet with her. And right away we connected. And what we connected about is dogs. She has a dog. I had a dog. Actually, as a matter of fact, we had just put my dog down two days before that. And so I was in this like really sad mode and, you know, whatever. We, we bonded over dogs, which I share that part because I want you to know how important it is truly in the sales process to be building relationships and authentically connecting with people. So she and I connect. We're talking about dogs. She tells me that they need a coffee brewer, and she said, listen, I've met with some of your competitors. They've all told me that they can get a coffee brewer in here within two to three weeks. I really like you. I'd really like to work with you. Here's the kind of coffee brewer we're looking for. Can you help us out? I'm like, oh, my God, I've got exactly what you need. I said, I've got the perfect coffee brewer for you. I can definitely do that. She said, how soon can you get it? I said, 
how quickly do you need it? And she said, if you could do it by this Friday, I'll sign your contract right now. That was a Tuesday. She signed my contract by Friday. Here we are installing the $6,000 coffee brewer that needed a home into this account. Why is that so important? Well, first of all, there's no way I would have won that account had I not been able to produce a coffee brewer for her by Friday. These coffee brewers took sometimes three weeks to come in. We had to order them from the manufacturer. And then there was a lead time and, you know, they had to be shipped. I had this one sitting on the shelf ready to go because it needed a home so bad. So the fact that she was like, we need it by Friday. I'll sign your contract today if you can get it. Perfect. Done. Got it. And I did measure. (laughs) I did measure this time around. The third time was a charm. And we put the coffee brewer in. Now, the story doesn't end here because this is not actually where I became number, like that, that moment was not how I became number one. But what happened is she and I started a true connection. They only had 98 people. She signed a contract that was worth about, I don't know, $1,200 a month, which was a nice size contract for the work that I did, but not anything that was going to like knock it out of the park, right? So they've got 98 people. They're spending about $1,200 a month on coffee. Great. So I am taking care of her the way that I did with my clients and I'm getting to know her better, right? I, w- I would pop in every so often. So this, this was going on in April. I would, uh, April, May, June, you know, I would just check in, see how things are going. And what I started to notice is they were growing. And she told me that. She said, we're growing as a company. We're going to be growing a lot and we're probably going to need more coffee brewers. Ding, 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 ding. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to keep that in mind. They're going to need more coffee brewers. There's, there's upsell opportunities here, right? I can grow the account. So as I keep popping in, not only do I see that they're growing in size, but they are also offering the level of service that they need my help with in terms of snacks and amenities in the break room. And my client, Christina was her name, is essentially... She's doing all of this work herself and she's ordering the snacks. Basically what my job was, was to help people that were in that position. If you were an office manager and you were handling all of the work to try to put all of the coffee and snacks and everything in your break room, my company came in and said, we'll take care of it for you. We provide that service. Let us handle it. So I see her doing all of this and I just start asking questions because by the way, This is the secret to all of it. Ask questions, get curious, start conversations. And I would ask her, how long does it take you to do all of that? Like when Sam's Club delivers these huge boxes full of snacks, how long does it take you to stock everything in the break room? She said, oh my gosh, by the time I get done, half of my day is over. And then I still need to do all the other things that, you know, that I'm asked to do as a part of my job. So I'm asking her all kinds of curious questions like that about how long it's taking her. And finally, I said, you know, my company offers services like this. How open-minded would you be to looking into maybe doing things a different way and then being able to do your job the way that you know you need to do it when somebody else is handling a lot of this stuff for you? She said, yeah, I'm open to looking into it. I don't know if we have the budget for it, but whatever. So through a series of meetings, now it's probably about August, um, she and I come to an agreement that they want to work with us to provide these services. And so she signs my bigger contract. We install the very first week of October, and I want to say by November, this company was spending $80,000 a month with us. So we went from $1,200 a month to 80000 
$1,000 a month, which was one of the biggest accounts that anybody in my position, I think it was the biggest account anybody in my position had ever signed and set up. And ultimately, it's what turned me into the top sales rep in the nation. And there is, like I said, there's no way without me having those two failures before and not having a home for the coffee brewer, there's no way that I would have been able to get a coffee brewer to her that quickly. And when she asked me for the coffee brewer at that time, there's no way I could have predicted that the account was going to be what it was. It only had 98 people. She only signed a contract for 1200 Like, do you see where all of this, it, like I had to just trust and have faith in that. I mean, I was pretty still new to my company. What the hell else was I going to do besides trust and have faith? Like I told you, I was ignorance on fire. I was just trying to figure out how am I going to get to number one? I'm just going to, I mean, really, it wasn't even how am I going to get to number one? It was just, I was so, I was so Pollyanna. I was so like, I just like helping people. And I like, you know, I, I was driven. I was competitive. I, I definitely was working towards finding my way to number one, but I was having fun building relationships and helping people. And that's really where all of this came from. I, I saw an opportunity in working with her to really help her. And my company took over in a big way and it helped her tremendously. She got promoted and ultimately, I mean, so did I. <laughs> As a matter of fact, my company came to me and said, hey, um, we want to give you a promotion. And I was like, uh, that's not what I want. I want to do this again. I want to be number one again. And they were like, what do you mean? I said, I want to do it for a second year in a row. And they said, that's really hard. And I said, watch me. <laughs> know what was going. I mean, I literally said that. I was like, watch me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. Maybe a little cocky. I don't know. But in that moment, I just had such certainty and I knew it. And I did. I went on to do it for a second year in a row. And, you know, it's one of those things where I look back and I'm like, there were a lot of failures along the way that led me to being able to do that. And there were also a lot of decisions that I was so certain about. Like I had to decide that I was going to become number one. And I did. And I decided it. And I made it happen because I believed it. And I had to hold the faith when things were not working out or didn't feel good that they were actually leading me towards something bigger and better. And like I said, I'm telling, like I'm listening to this story as I'm telling it right now just as much as you are because I'm reminding myself oh, that's right. Even in present day, when things aren't working out, I need to remember and have faith that they are always, always working out, even if in the moment I can't see or understand how that looks or how it's working out. And so that's really what I wanted you to know this story for, because like literally me misplacing or or not measuring for those coffee brewers, those couple of times is what allowed me to have the coffee brewer ready. And then when it was ready to install, I still didn't see that it was ever going to become a number one in the nation account. I didn't know that, but I stayed close with her. I, I looked for opportunities to serve her. I looked for ways to, you know, authentically build the relationship and create opportunities. And when the opportunity was there, I said, I can help you. And she said, okay. And then it turned into this ginormous tidal wave of an account. And it came from a failure. So that's why this title of this podcast is how a $6,000 mistake or a $6,000 failure made me number one in the nation because it really and truly did. And at any given time in your life, things are working out that same way. Even if in the moment it feels awful and it feels like, oh, this sucks. This isn't the failure that I, that I wanted. Your ability to have that faith and belief and trust that it is always working out for you 
is so important. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I'll have faith as long as I know it's going to work out. That's not fucking faith. That's not faith. That's you saying, I need a guarantee that this is going to work out, and then I'll believe it's going to work out. You got to believe even when things look really, really like they're not going to work out, you got to trust and know that they are because you've made a decision that they are. And I think that's probably one of the hardest things. Faith is something that we have to have without having evidence or proof. That's why it's called faith, because you don't get proof. You don't get evidence. You know, there's there's a story, and I'll share this really quickly, that an ex-boyfriend of mine, when, when he and I were still together, we had gotten into an, an argument and, um, you know, he said, I don't believe in things unless I can prove them. So the, basically, to cut to the chase with this story, when we were in this argument and he said he needs proof in order to believe things, totally fine. And we, you know, we, we made up, we had our, um, whatever. It, it was like, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry too. You know, I understand where you're coming from. Me too. Okay, cool. But remember, the thing that he said is, I don't believe in anything unless I can prove it. It's not real unless I can prove it. So after we make up and say our sorries, he's hugging me. And I said, do you love me? And he goes, of course I do. I said, good. Can you prove it? And in that moment... I was like, oh, oh my God. And of course, you know, I, my ego wanted to be like, I'm right, I'm right. And I said, do you get it? He goes, I get it. Because you can't prove love. Just like you can't, pr- and, and, but love is something that you trust and have faith in. Why? Because you feel it, because you know it, because you're certain of it. Your dream, your vision has to work in the same way. You are certain of it. You know it. You can feel it. And you have faith because of that. Not because you have proof. Not because you have evidence. But because you are able to believe without evidence, without proof. And I think that's one of the toughest the toughest things that we have to commit to every single day is having that faith. Not needing to see physical evidence. Not needing to see on the physical plane evidence of what we want, what we desire, that it's, that it's possible, but trusting and believing that anything is possible, anything is possible, and us having the faith in whatever that dream is, everybody's got their own individual dream, whatever yours is, having the faith in that dream, really, truly trusting your desires, that's more than anything else, that's your job. That's your job in order to keep doing what you're doing and believe in yourself, believe in what you're trying to do. It's every single day working on strengthening that faith and that belief. And you work it just like a muscle. And I'm raising my hand because I'm in it with you. It is, it is something that every single day we need to focus on and work on because your faith, your belief, your trust that your desires are for you. I love to say if God put a dream in you, then that dream is for you, without a doubt. If the dream is in you, the dream is for you. And having that trust and that faith in that dream is your job. All right, I hope this story was inspiring for you. I hope that you can see where um, 
And and like I said, even those failures along the way, when I was like not finding a home for that coffee brewer, it was scary. It didn't feel good. It crossed my mind quite a few times. Am I going to be fired from this job? I I mean, it was a pretty big, you know, mess up. <laughs> and it turned into me being number one. Like, so I was that close to feeling like, oh my God, I'm going to get fired from this. But I, I was also that close to bringing in the biggest account that anybody in my position had ever brought in. Do you hear what I'm saying? I was so close to like one extreme or the other. And my faith kept me going. I mean, thank God they didn't fire me either. Um, I don't think it was a fireable mistake, but it certainly was something that didn't do me any favors being a, a relatively new person in that role. But I was that close to both. And at any given time, you are too. And your faith and your ability to keep yourself going is going to make all the difference. All right. I love you. Thank you for listening. I want to get to know you if I don't yet. So please reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram or request to join my Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars. If you are a woman health and wellness coach, would love to have you in our community. And if you're interested in finding out uh, some other ways that you can work with me, then schedule a free call and we can chat and find out what might be best for you. I love you. I look forward to hearing from you and can't wait until next time. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can't wait.